Heads and tails. What is your call? Tails. Tails is called. It is a head. You've won the toss. Defer your choice the second half. You want the ball? Yes. Okay, which way would you like to kick? Stay there, good. All right, BYU so BYU wins the, the toss, and Kyra's Tonga singles. The Cougs the have half. deferred. BYU will kick off from left to right, north to south here at the stadium, and this is Cougar football. Last Saturday in Houston, BYU's late-game domination made the Cougars in red feel blue. An underhand shovel to Wake. Completion. Touchdown, Cougars! What a play! The underhand scoop to Mason Wake and leaving defenders in his wake. The Cougars take the lead. Tonight, the 5-0 Cougars return home to face 1-5 Texas State. But don't expect this team to look ahead. Their eyes are solely on the Bobcats. We're not even worried about the future, as we've seen in the past, where we win big games and then we lose games we shouldn't lose. And so I just think it comes down to focusing on each game and really locking in and taking every game really serious. And that's what we're planning on doing. This is a really good Texas State team. That's where our focus is now. Not only is BYU happy to be back at Lavelle Edwards Stadium, they're pumped to be playing in front of fans for the first time at home. Just having that real-time reaction, there's nothing can simulate that. That gives you more sense of things being as normal as possible, so we're trending the right way once we see our fans in the stadium. It's time for BYU football as the Cougars face the Bobcats on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Live play-by-play coverage of BYU football is brought to you by... Les Olson, your technology partner. Brought to you by Smith's Food and Drug. Smith's now has grocery pickup and online delivery to save you time. Also by State Farm. When you want the real deal, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Now, to bring you all of today's action, we head live to the Mo Betta's broadcast booth and join Riley Nelson, along with the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Time now for tonight's Ken Garf Keys to the Game, brought to you by Ken Garf Honda, Nissan, and Volkswagen. Proud supporters of BYU and the Cougar community. We hear Cougs. Riley Nelson, what do you have? I got one. It's come out and be the aggressor. BYU uh, means to just not take it easy, not assume that things are just going to naturally go their way. Come out come out of their corner swinging 100%, and I think the rest will take care of themselves. So to me, it's all about how they start this game aggressively and assertively. Thank you, Riley. BYU in Navy on Navy jerseys and pants. For the first time in 10 years, this look is being brought out. So blue tops and bottoms and white helmets. And Texas State in the all-whites jerseys and pants with the maroon and chrome helmets. Very sharp look, chrome gold look. And so Jake Oldroyd will kick it off for BYU from left to right, north to south. And to return for the Bobcats, Jamari Sharid and Jamil Jeter. Sharid to the far side and Jeter the near side from our vantage point. Jake Oldroyd approaches and in front of fans for the first time this season here in Provo, this game is underway. And the kickoff through the end zone for a touchback. Texas State first and 10 from its own 25. Time for BYU's defensive starting lineup courtesy of America First, Utah's top credit union. And for BYU, across the front, Alden Tofa, Zach Daw, Kyrus Tonga, and Brackenell Bakri. Good to see Kyrus back. Isaiah Kofusi is a linebacker, along with Peyton Wilgar and Kavika Fonua as a nickel linebacker, if you will. Wilcox and Ellis, the corners, Anderson and Warner are the safeties. There you go. First down and 10. Shotgun snap to Brady McBride. Steps forward, throws on the seam. A little dump off that's good for a first down. 
well disguised as it was a half or step. It was two steps forward for McBride, and then he threw off the run. And Texas State goes hurry up, and after a gain of 12-13 on first and 10, the completion to Calvin Hill moves the sticks for the visitors. That was really good action off of a QB power look, and uh, he pulled up and hit the guy on the quick seam up to the middle of the field. McBride stays in the gun. Handoff middle, and another big gainer. 11-yard gain on first down and 10 to Calvin Hill. BYU showing a four-man front, and that it, it was a play action off the power look, and then that time they actually handed it off to the running back on power. Texas State coming out running some man zone concepts in overloaded formation. Now they've got an offensive lineman spread out wide. So an unbalanced look with just three down linemen, and again it's a seam throw, and it's again a first down completion. A 20-yard gain this time down to the 26-yard line, 19-yard gain to Drew Jackson. So Texas State is already in scoring territory, just big chunks all the way down the field and all in the middle of the field right now. And again, they have just three down linemen, a wingback, and linemen split out. As this quirky formation goes on a middle run for a solid four, Kyrus Tonga stops up Calvin Hill after a run that doesn't result in a first down. They're keeping 73 and 74 out here on the numbers. So, again, they have guard center guard, and then they brought both tackles to the near side of the field out here on the numbers in front of, well, there's a receiver next to him and a receiver behind him. They're pulling out all the stops from as far as an, an inventiveness standpoint Texas State is. And BYU now counters with just three wide defensive linemen right now. As, again, Texas State keeps this unbalanced and unusual formation Screen pass near sideline, complete to Marcel Barbie. And on second and six, did they move the sticks? They did. Gain of eight down to the 13-yard line of BYU. So Texas State just marching straight down, and BYU's in danger of falling behind to open the game for a third straight game. McBride in shotgun. And again, with offensive linemen split wide left, the handoff goes middle to Sturgis. The Arizona State transfer, Brock Sturgis, gets to the 11 for a gain of two on first and 10. So second down and eight. That's maybe BYU's most successful first down defensively so far. They did not show this look on film not one time. So BYU is trying to figure out how to align themselves and how to defend this formation on the fly. Two offensive linemen are split wide left and three offensive linemen around the ball. That's been the formation for most of this drive. Shotgun snap to Brady McBride. Fly sweep, a little shovel hand forward to Jamari Sharid, and a flag flies at the beginning of that play on second down and seven. Here comes our call. Holding number 71. Offense, 10-yard penalty from the previous spot. Still second down. So that might slow down the Bobcats a bit here. To go second down and 17 with 12.30 to go in the opening quarter. That's Tate Heitmeyer, the right guard, whistled for the hold. And now they're back into a traditional offensive line grouping, a five up front. After going with that unbalanced and flanked out O-line look, for multiple sequ- uh, successive plays. Trips to the wide right, single wide left, McBride in the gun with Calvin Hill to his right hip. Second down 17 from the BYU 20. The snap McBride on a three-step, now backpedals and goes in the flat to Hill on the left side and thrown out of bounds at the left sideline by Kafusi, assisted by Thule, and just a yard gain there. And so now it'll be third down and long. BYU's gone down 3 nothing to begin each of the last two games. And unless uh, Texas State can get close to 16 yards here, BYU may be down 3-0 to begin this game. The field goal kicker 
Keller is 4 of 5. The kicker, Arona, is 1 for 3. They use two kickers. We'll see if those kickers come into play. Twins left and right for McBride in the gun. A chest-high snap. Forced out and running to the right sideline. Throws across his body, and it's a touchdown. It may not have been intended for the receiver who brought it into the end zone for six, but Marcel Barbie has it in the end zone for the score. It was over the hands of one receiver, into the hands of another, and Texas State scores six to open the game, 11.33 to go in quarter number one. He broke one of the cardinal rules of quarterback play, which is don't throw across your body and back across the field, but he was able to find his receiver dragging as he was flushed to his right, a receiver that had initially lined up against the left side, the bottom sideline, or the far left of the formation was dragging and was behind BYU defenders and like you said Greg I wasn't sure if he was throwing it to him or the guy in front of him regardless the ball ended up in his hands and he was wide open for the touchdown the guy in front of him is Drew Jackson it went over his hands into the arms of Marcel Barbie and Seth Keller is on to attempt the PAT it's up and good and for a third straight game BYU Gives up the first score of the game. 7-0. Texas State leading the Cougars. 11.33 to go in the opening quarter. Timeout on the field here on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Now back to Riley Nelson and the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. On the new skin, BYU Sports Network. BYU football brought to you by Siegfried and Jensen. Siegfried and Jensen have been helping Utah families for over 25 years. Well, through five games, BYU had not given up a, a, a third down of longer than 15 yards all year. Well, they give up a third and 16 for a touchdown. It caps a 75-yard eight-play drive that took 327 off the clock. 19-yard score, McBride to Barbie, and Texas State leads BYU by a score of 7-0. BYU had been defensive, uh, beg your pardon, BYU on the season had been uh, on third, and in fact, they, haven't, they, haven't, they had the, they were 0 for 5, Opponents were when facing BYU on third and 16 or longer, and now they're one for six after that big play to cap the drive. That's the first opponent to score a touchdown on his first possession against BYU this season. That's Texas State leading at 7-0 early, three and a half minutes in. By the way, tonight's flag bearers for BYU, Jake Oldroyd brought out the American flag. Connor Pay carried the Utah flag, and the Y flag bearers were Matt Criddle and D'Angelo Mandel. Texas State will kick off from our right to our left as we see it and you hear it south to north here at Lavelle Edwards Stadium. Jacob Bates is the designated kickoff man for the Bobcats. He has 17 touchbacks on 30 kickoffs this year. Gunther and Christensen are back for BYU. Approaching his Bates. Drives deep. End over end, and Christensen takes it a yard deep in the end zone. Will take it out to his left between the hashes and get caught shy of the 15-yard line. So, BYU, minus 11 on the kickoff return there. Had uh, Caleb either fair caught or taken a knee where he was, BYU would have been at the 25. BYU's at the 14-yard line. First down and 10. Gavin Graham on the stop for Texas State. BYU's offensive starting lineup brought to you by America First, Utah's top credit union linemen, Christensen, Barrington, Tukuwafu, Herring, and Freeland left to right. And BYU will go with Pistol, Algier trailing Wilson, double tight, Carter Wheat, and Isaac Rex. The wide receivers are twins to the right. The handoff to Algier as Pau'u and Milne were the wide receivers in the set on first down and 10. The run to Algier gets four to the 18-yard line. Second down and six for BYU. 11-15 to go in quarter number one here in Provo. 
setting the tone for the game. I like it. Come out and just run a, a nice little ISO play, or actually it was wide zone to the right there, and set the physical tone for the offensive line, and Tyler Algier getting him going early. Wilson shotgun, Algier to the right hip. They motion wake to tight right. The throw is right, and caught at the sideline for a first down by Dax Milne at the 29-yard line. So BYU moves the sticks on the second and six. Dax Milne with his first catch of the evening. And Dax Milne coming off that career night at Houston. Career highs in catches, receptions, and receiving touchdowns. Almost 200 yards through the air and three scores. Zach Wilson gun as BYU hurries, and Texas State comes with four. Zach throws. Oh, beautiful window catch near midfield. By Dax Milne once again to the 49 of Texas State. Man, he dropped that in, Riley. Boy, did he ever. That was a whole shot. It wasn't actually a cover two. It was a cover three, but the flat defender was brought up by a bubble look that they ran at him. Hit it behind the linebacker in front of the corner. Laser beam on the on the sideline. Wilson shotgun. Takes his drop, settles in a clean pocket, guns it across the middle. Rex makes the catch at the 35-yard line, 34-33 of Texas State. 16-yard gain, move the chains again. So both teams in their first drives just going immediately downfield with big chunks of yardage. Looper made the stop on Rex. Great body control by the big man. Zach had to wait a little bit uh, to hit that throw in the second window. It wasn't there initially, but then he eventually crossed past the safety. So the timing was a little bit off, which meant the ball was a little bit behind him. Rex did a great job catching it behind him, securing it for the first down. Algier to the left hip with twins left and right. The receivers right are tight right. Option look to the left. It'll be a keeper for Wilson who's caught by the ankles and dropped after a gain of two to the 31-yard line. That was on first and 10 from the 33. Now second and eight from the 31 of Texas State. BYU moving it quickly downfield, setting up on the near hash, which is the right hash from the vantage point for Zach Wilson and the offense. Checking out was Hank Tui Pelotu. So Tui Pelotu Pelotu got the tight end rep there with Rex. And Cody Epps coming in, another newer face to the offense. So trips left, including Epps. The handoff stretch left is to Algier. Algier side shuffling and a gain of seven on second down and eight. It'll be third down, long one coming up for BYU just inside the 25-yard line. And this year on third and one, BYU's been a 50% team. They'll call this one third and two, which makes a difference. BYU's six for six on third and two this year. Zach Wilson, shotgun. Pulls it away from Algier. Throws complete to Braden Cosper. Cosper has the first down reception. And that is the first time this year that BYU's thrown on a third and two. They had been six for six rushing on third and two. That a throw to Cosper. The tackle by Childress. And BYU moves the sticks to the 15-yard line. BYU first and ten inside the red zone. Greg, we saw the throw on third and two, which you normally wouldn't, but it actually was a called run. That was an RPO. Zach had the option when he looked out over Cosper. Cosper's man was seven yards back, and they were one-on-one to the slot. Easy completion for the first down. Tight ends left and right. The keeper by Wilson after faking to Katoa. Zach running at 10, running at 5, takes a hard hit there, but right at the line to gain. Will they say it moves the sticks for BYU to first and goal? And I believe it does. So first down run for Zach Wilson. On that nice fake. It actually, Greg, was another RPO, but the wide receiver didn't get the message. He was downfield blocking. Zach doing the good job of not not getting illegal man downfield. Uh, So he took off and got what he could get, which was quite a bit in uh, getting the first down. All right, first and goal from the five for BYU. Zach Wilson shotgun Katoa to his left hip. Strength is to the right with trips. They're going to motion in Milne. The snap to Zach on a three-step. Surveys 
throws in the right flat, catch is made, but knocked off balance and dropped his Katoa at the line of scrimmage. So it'll be second and goal from the five, maybe a half yard to a yard gain to second and goal from the four. The throw was there, and Zach made it well, but the defender right with Katoa and knocked him to the ground after a short gain, Jaron Morris on the tackle. This offensive staff is showing they're, they're so well gelled, and you can tell they think a lot. That was the same look when Dax scored on the quick wide receiver screen. They gave that same look, ended up running a mesh concept out of it. Double tight to the right. Twins left. They motion one of the twins. Under center handoff. Flag flies as Katoa takes the run into the end zone for six, but the flag flew as the touchdown signal is given. Lopini Katoa for the touchdown from the four-yard line on second and goal from the four. Offside, number eight, defense lined up into the neutral zone. That penalty is declined. Touchdown, BYU. Lopini Katoa with career touchdown number 20, and BYU makes it 7-6 with a PAT pending. The offside call resulting in a free play, and the free play is a free ticket into the end zone for Lopini Katoa. Guy with a nose for the goal line with already 20 career touchdowns now. Jake Oldroyd on for the PAT. With 7.03 to go in quarter number one. Kick by Jake is up. It is good. Jake's now made 61 consecutive point after tries. And BYU squares the game at seven. So we're taking a timeout on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Let's head back to the Mo Betters broadcast booth and join the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. All right, the BYU squares the game at 7 with 7.03 to go in quarter number one. Let's get you our first Utah Pork Producers pigskin scoring summary of the night. It is brought to you by your Utah Pork Producers, providing safe and wholesome pork products to Utah families for over 25 years. Visit utahporkproducers.org. 85-yard drive. 10 plays, 4.24 off the clock. The final play, a 4-yard Lopini Katoa. Touchdown run. It came on second and goal from the 4. It was an offside call on Texas State. The flag flew early in the play, and Lopini took it in anyway. And BYU and Texas State have each scored on their opening possessions of the game and both with touchdowns. Zach Wilson has now attempted 137 consecutive passes without an interception. That's fourth place all time. On the BYU record chart of most passes without a pick, the record held by Charlie Peterson at 164. Zach came into tonight at 132 in a row, 5 for 5 on the drive, 59 yards. No touchdown pass on the end of the drive, but a very efficient drive for Zach and the Cougs who now kick off from left to right as we see it and you hear it. Good to be with you and good to have fans in the stands here at Lavelle Edwards Stadium for the first time this season. The limit tonight, 6,000 fans. And uh, good to see, we'll say, that number all present and accounted for uh, here tonight. Oldroyd to kick off. Shereed and Jeter are back for the Bobcats in all whites. BYU in the all navies for the first time in a decade. Oldroyd boot to ball and just drills this one. Lands on the back line of the end zone beyond the B in BYU. The block letters... In the end zone, in white paint. And it'll be for the first and twenty, uh, first and 10 from the 25 for Texas State. Brady McBride, like Zach Wilson, 5 for 5 on his opening drive. So neither guy's missed a pass yet. 10 for 10 between the two QBs. He has a touchdown pass, does McBride. And he'll be in shotgun with Jamil Jeter to his left hip. Tight trips to the left. 
and a tight end to the right. Ball near hash, the left for Texas State. They motion Haydell. The flat pass to Drew Jackson near side, and Isaiah Kafusi grabs him around the waist, and then Max Tooley pops him on the sideline to finish the escort out of bounds. That'll be a gain of three on first down and 10 to the 28 of Texas State. 6.50 in the clock rolling here in the opening quarter. Here they are, Greg, in this uh, with the offensive lineman spread out formation. It's the same one they ran on the first drive. We might have to come up with a name for this formation in the break. So center and two guards around the ball, and you could call, say, two tackles perhaps to the left side. As on a scramble to the right, McBride throws on the boundary. A great catch made on the sideline and got the toe tap for the first down to the 43-yard line. First First down down by Jeremiah Haydell. So Texas State knew coming in that they were not going to be able to go pound for pound, man for man with BYU. So this formation, as much as it's trying to cause some confusion and delay BYU in their alignment, they're doing it in space. So now they're in a a more traditional alignment, but they've got three yards between each offensive lineman, again, trying to create space. This is an air raid plus wide line split up front as the handoff goes middle on first down and 10. Kavika Fonua helping to finish off the runner Jeter after a four-yard gain between the hashes. So second down and six. And uh, Texas State, which was bland last week with only two personnel groupings essentially for the entire night, coming out with a variety of formations, and many of them involving flanked-out offensive linemen. And here we have a new version of it with three offensive linemen at the ball, center and two guards, and then one lineman left and one lineman wide right. Each out by the numbers. Shotgun snap resulting in a handoff between tackles to the 49 from the 47. Gain of two on second down and six. So a third and four coming up as Tonga is first in on the tackle for BYU. Jamil Jeter was the running back and the ball carrier with the ball at midfield now. So right at the 50, third down and they'll say three. Texas State's had just the one third down. It was third and 16, and they scored a touchdown off it. Now a third and three. BYU defensively has allowed conversions on two of three, third and threes this season. McBride awaits a shotgun snap. BYU three down linemen. They're going to bring four as moving to his left and throwing incomplete on the run was McBride. And a flag flies between the hashes. Yeah, McBride should have just kept it. That's going to be illegal man downfield. It was that same uh, QB power look that he hit the seam route on earlier on the first drive. Uh, This time it wasn't there. He should have tucked it and run. He had a running lane, but he did throw it downfield, but he took too long, and so his linemen were already past the line of scrimmage. So BYU decision to make, and they'll they'll decline the penalty. Ineligible player downfield, number 71. Offense, the penalty is declined. Fourth down. So BYU is... uh betting that Texas State will decide not to go for it on fourth and three from midfield. If they do go for it, it'll be out of a fake because the punt team is on. And Seamus O'Kelly is on to punt away from midfield for Texas State. 4.51 to go in quarter number one. So Texas State in punt formation. O'Kelly takes it helmet high and does boot away. Takes something off it. Short end over end and it's caught at chest level just inside the uh, nine, inside the 10-yard line at the 9 by BYU. Normally, Dax Milne is the punt returner, but Hobbs Nyberg, the baseball, sta- known more for his baseball exploits than football, makes the catch at the 10-yard line. Timeout on the field. 4.46 to play in the opening quarter, 7-7. BYU and Texas State, Cougar football next here on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. 
You're listening to BYU Football on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. BYU fans, don't deal with pushy salespeople. Buy your next vehicle at Ken Garf Nissan of Orem, where every customer is treated right. Visit us online today at KenGarfNissanOrem.com. So Texas State, after scoring a touchdown on its first possession of the game, is forced to punt at midfield. It was a bit of a gamble by BYU declining a penalty, setting up a fourth and three. The way Texas State was playing, you thought there was a chance they could go for it, but uh, either way, they punted away from midfield. Hobbs Nyberg with his first punt return, not a return. He very caught at the fair caught at the 10 yard line so it's BYU first and 10 from the 10 Zach Wilson has tonight gone to 6,160 yards of career total offense passing Tanner Mangum into 13th place on the BYU all-time tally so Tristan Hodge available to play tonight but uh, it was Joe Tukawafu getting the first center snaps and Tukawafu remains in as the starting center so Tristan Hodge, who began the season as the starting right guard, has been replaced there by Chandon Herring, who's played very well in Hodge's absence. But Tristan is available tonight. All right, Zach Wilson, shotgun on the hashes at his five. Reaches in front of him to hand the ball to Lopini Katoa. And Lopini with a nice run of six yards out to the 16-yard line on first and 10 from the 10. Katoa has BYU's touchdown, his fourth rushing touchdown of this year, and 20th of his BYU career. We didn't get the chance on the actual play, but I wanted to point it out. Normally, Tyler Algier is known for his booming uh, physical style of play. Lopini met a defender at the goal line and completely bowled him over uh, for the touchdown. Uh, It was impressive to see from the guy who's not known for that kind of style of running. Pistol formation as Texas State shows blitz from the edge. Uh, Fake, uh, rather, give to Katoa on second down and four. And Katoa spun around for a gain of three. So a third down and one coming up for BYU. Free blitzer came. So, Greg, you mentioned earlier that uh, Texas State aligns in the 3-3-5. One of the reasons that you do that as a defense is so that you can get creative and you become unpredictable on where you're bringing pressure. BYU guessed wrong as far as the side to which Texas State was bringing the blitz from, which... uh, resulted in the blitzer being in Lopini's face in the backfield. Third down and one from the BYU 19-yard line. Ibax with Wake as the full for Katoa. It'll be a play fake looking to throw and throwing complete to Wake on the left side as Wilson stays in bounds on the boundary and shakes off tacklers ultimately thrown down in the BYU team area but not till he got to the 45-yard line. A 26-yard gain on third down and one and officially that's BYU's second third and one tonight. The earlier conversion they changed from third and two to third and one in the stat sheet so BYU which was a 50% team on third and one coming in two tonight, is 100%, two for two on third and one tonight, and both have been passes where all the third and shorts previously had been runs this season. So BYU changing it up, and that is good. Pistol with Algier trailing Wilson. BYU 45-yard line, helmet high snap for Zach on the bootleg to the right. He pumps, he goes, he's got Milne downfield, flag flies. He was dropped, it's, it's an interception, but it'll wave it off on the flag. Zach was held. It'll be either holding or P.I., depending on when the foul was committed, either in the air or not yet. But that'll probably be fast interference. I thought the ball was in the air when the receiver or the uh, defensive back grabbed Milne down the right boundary. 
That, uh, to use basketball parlance, that was a heat check as Zach did have one-on-one, but the, the cornerback was being ex- overly physical with Daxman, obviously uh, due to the penalty. He had Neil Pau'u on a, what's called a sail route where he was heading out towards the sideline, had him wide open, instead decided to take a shot downfield to Dax. But long discussions by the officials on this and not the automatic call you think it might be. Long talks before the call here. On what appeared to be pretty cut and dry with Milne racing down the right side and being held up. But the longer these officials talk and the more of them that get involved, you wonder if it's just straight defensive PI here. Well, what's going on here? There's a lot to talk about. Is it a evidently. Big 12 crew? Because we know Big 12 crews love to talk. Well, and I know at times, uh, sometimes, you know, refs will debate about whether a ball is uncatchable or not. This should not be an issue because the, I mean, the defender was able to intercept that pass and, and Dax was stripe for stripe from him until he fell. So this shouldn't be a, a, a you know, a, a consideration of whether this was an uncatchable ball or not. Now, two officials are over talking to the BYU coaches. And Jake Spavadol is in discussion with an official on the Texas State side of the field. So lots going on here on what we thought was a simple P.I. flag with apparently a little more to it. But we'll get the call from Vandeveld. Pass interference, number zero, defense, 15-yard penalty from the previous spot, automatic, first down. So that's what we thought the call would be, but there was a lot of deliberation and conversation going on in the interim. Either way, it's BYU first down and uh, deeper into Texas State territory. So first down for the Cougs, Jaron Morris whistled for the infraction. He did come up with the football but he committed the foul before pulling in the pick. So 40-yard line of Texas State. Ball now far hash, the left hash for BYU. Zach Wilson in pistol with Tyler Algier. First and 10 kooks. 7-7 ball game, 2.48 to go in the opening quarter. Trips to the right. The handoff goes Algier left. He's strung out to the boundary and doesn't get anything. Maybe a loss of a half yard. Pushed out of bounds to the short side by Gavin Graham. Second down, long 10. Coming up, call it, uh, yeah, 10 and a bit. We'll keep it at second and 10. Texas State really packed the box. They had eight box defenders, and uh, that allowed them to kind of hold the line of scrimmage there and not allow BYU to be successful in the rush attempt. Zach Wilson still six for six, throwing the football for 85 yards. He's in the shotgun with Algier to his right. Strength is right with trips. Single wide, left side, short side. Option to the right. Now a step back out of the option. Zach will pull it down, throw in the flat to Algier. It's in front of Tyler, makes the catch, takes a hit, knocks the tackler, the would-be tackler down, and gets an additional two or three yards. Did not get the first down. On second and down, he got seven. So third down and three for BYU from 2.09 to play in quarter number one, 7-7 football game. Collision on the near sideline with Algier and a bobcat on the boundary. Wilson, gun. Algier left hip. Trips now to the left. Zach looks left. Throws to the far sideline. The throw is too wide and incomplete. So will BYU go for it on fourth and three here from the uh, 33 of Texas State? The answer is yes as Katoa checks in. And that's Zach's first misfire of the night. Now seven for eight. He had the man and he had the route, but the ball was too wide outside the frame of the intended receiver, who was Dax Milne at the left sideline. So it's fourth down and three for BYU. The Cougs this year on fourth downs, four of ten. This from the 33-yard line. So scoring territory for Oldroyd, but they'll sprint out Zach to the left, throw down the sideline. Man is open, makes the catch, the 10, the 5, into the end zone. Touchdown, Cougars! And it's Keanu Hill making it 13-7 with the PAT pending. And for Keanu, that is career touchdown number one in BYU Blue. Congratulations, Keanu Hill. 
Uh, tremendous job making sure he saw it, and he was wide open. And especially when it's your first rodeo, sometimes you can get nervous, but he saw it all the way in, and then he's able to beat the safety to the pylon for the score. Well, and a great play design there as well because uh, not only was Keanu Hill wide open, but Dax Milne popped wide open on the corner as well, so Zach had his options. Mitchell Jurgens in the Zions Bank end zone for banking that helps you game plan for life. Zions Bank is for you. Jake Oldroyd boots it through the PAT good, 62 in a row for Jake. BYU leads it now 14-7 to and 14 in a row for BYU. Time now for another Utah Pork Producers Pigskin Scoring Summary brought to you by your Utah Pork Producers. With every Cougar point scored this season, your Utah Pork Producers and Smithfield Foods will donate 300 servings of delicious protein to the local Utah Food Bank. Visit utahporkproducers.org. BYU 14, Texas State 7. The drive for BYU 90 yards. The first one goes 85. Next one goes 90. Seven plays, 3.03 off the clock. The final play, a 33-yard touchdown pass. Zach Wilson to Keanu Hill, Keanu's first career score. And so isn't it interesting that in each of the last three games, BYU's given up the first score and then has scored 14 in a row right after that. So BYU goes down, and then they go back-to-back touchdowns, and now BYU's up 14-7 with 1.43 to go in quarter number one. Zach Wilson, 8 for 9 for 125 yards and a touchdown. His passer rating is 242.2, and Zach Wilson lives north of 200 in the pass efficiency rating. And should this game end with Zach above 200, He'll have set the new BYU career record for most games with a pass efficiency rating of 200 or better. He's at six right now, tied with Ty Detmer, Steve Sarkeesian, and Max Hall for first all-time in that category. Oldroyd booting it away, north to south, left to right. Sharid and Jeter are back, and another touchback through the end zone again. The big leg of Jake Oldroyd on display once again. Jake missed one game. Uh, due to back pain this year, but he's been a pain for the opposition in every other game. Every game he's played, he's been perfect on his placement kicks, can boom the kickoffs out of the end zone. Tremendous special teams work by Jake and his colleagues for the Cougars. 1.43 to go in the opening quarter. Texas State now, first and 10, playing from behind, snapping at its own 25-yard line. Brock Sturgis, who began his playing career at Arizona State, will be on the left hip of Brady McBride. McBride. 7 for 8, Wilson 8 for 9. Trips to the right side, and Burgess, uh, Sturgis running to the right side, cutting it back up between the tackles to the 29, a gain of 4. A short run on 1st and 10, 2nd and 6. Of course, a run of 1st and 10, a 4, is considered a successful play. If you want to talk about success rate, you want to get 40% on 1st down, at least 50% of the yards on 2nd down, then convert on 3rd. Shotgun snap, and a handoff again to Sturgis. Runs into his own blockers this time. And he's driven back after a gain of a couple. So from second and six to third and four between the tackles goes Sturgis. Third down, four, maybe long three. Will they call it three or four for Texas State? Let's go three. Third and three from the 33 of Texas State. Ball between the hashes. BYU shows three down linemen. With 50 seconds remaining in the opening quarter. Cougs lead the Bobcats 14 to seven. McBride in the gun, Sturgis to his right. Twins left and right. On a three-step, flags fly, and false start is in the, in the indication. It'll go to third down and now eight for Texas State. False start, number 74. Offense, five-yard penalty, still third down. Right tackle, Russell Baker is the penalty maker for Texas State. 
Good job by the fans and attendants and the BYU band creating a little bit of havoc there for the Texas State offensive line. Yeah, the Texas State offense is on the rock side of the field, the south part of the field. So to third down, long seven, let's call it eight, with 35 seconds to go in the opening quarter. And the Bobcats trailing 14-7 with McBride in the gun. Sturgis to his right, trips to the left, settling in the pocket, now forced out of that pocket, scrambling to the right, nearing the boundary, and throwing on the run. It is caught, now incomplete, but out of bounds. It'll be punting it away. The Bobcats on fourth down and eight. Good chase there by Max Tooley. They, Max has been the linebacker who they've used most in the rushing scenario. He came in rushing off the left side, uh, made an inside move, and w- when he saw the quarterback break contain, was able to spin out, haul butt down the line of scrimmage to make sure that the quarterback didn't have a chance to run for it, forced the throw and the incompletion on third down. So not only are we not seeing Dax Milne in uh, punt return for BYU, we saw Hobbs and Iberg last time, and now we're seeing game Hobbs and... Operator, please reset the game clock to 23 seconds. It'll start on the snap. Thank yeah, you. 14 seconds have gone off. It shows nine. So Talmadge Gunther and Hobbs and Iberg are tandem returners at the 30-yard line of BYU, punting it away Seamus O'Kelly as long as 65. Fourth and long seven. Call it eight. And that's not terribly long. It is caught by Hobbs Nyberg at the 29. No fair catch. Splits a gap. Hobbs out to the 40. And so BYU first down and 10 with a short field of 60 yards. Nice job by Hobbs. Coach Lamb's been in the laboratory there. They had two returners back, but that was not normally when you see two returners. You're thinking punt safe or punt return safe, but that was a setup return where Hobbs was he took three hard sprints to the right while they had some X blocks coming across the back of the field, and then he t- stuck his foot in the ground and. It wasn't terribly successful, but there was a lot of exciting movement there. BYU's working on breaking one, it looks like. BYU first down and 10, 40-yard line of the Cougars. Zach Wilson in the gun with 12 seconds to play in quarter number one. BYU playing with the ball and the lead of 14-7. Trips to the wide side, right side. Zach, chest high snap. Pumps to his right, throws right, complete. Shaking off a tackle to the 50 and the 45 and the 40 is Hank Tui Pelotu with his first catch of the season. 20-yard gain for BYU. Three seconds remain, now down to two and one. First quarter is done. We're taking a break. BYU with the Texas State 40 to begin quarter number two. After one, Cougars 14, Bobcats 7 on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.